Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. I'm Jill Scott, and I'm sitting here with my sister friends, Laia St. Clair. Hey, y'all. And Aja Graydon Danzler. It is me, and I'm here. Yeah, we here. <laughs> look, we, we come to a certain place in our lives. You know, you know, we come to a certain place and we realize, uh, we realize we're watching the young papers. Well, well. We're watching the young papers do amazing things. You know, I'm, I'm really starting to feel like, damn, every dream that our ancestors had is actually coming into fruition. Like for real, for real. Oh, yeah. For All real, for real. But do they know? Do they know? In real time. Or they, they, they did it by themselves. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if they know. I don't know, Jill. How many people have um, paved the way for, for, for them right now? Like, okay. Like, I, I think I had tweeted something. Somebody said, Jill Scott walked so Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox could <laughs> fly or something. <laughs> And I was like, but actually, it was Mom's Mabley, it was Millie Jackson, it was Ma Rainey, it was it was it was them, you know, Bessie that, Smith, that walked so I could run, you know, so they could fly, you know. Child. It's it's yeah, but I'm wondering. They might not be able to see before the '90s, though. You <laughs> maybe not, you know, because there's there's young people right now, there's children that really don't even know who Michael Jackson is. Ah, not connected Listen. to it at all. At Listen, all. 
I don't know if this is the same metaphor, but some, I met, I talked to a 30-something-year-old neighbor. It's like, I've never seen a house party. I was like, mm. so how you, but you black though. Yeah, but but this is, this is the, we're at that place. Yes, and I, we have yeah. to accept it. We have, we to, have accept it. to accept that. And we hey, do. there's artists that, you know, my mother was jamming to, but I listen to all her music. Me too. So that's the, maybe that's the, the challenge here. You know, hmm. we watch their movies. That's an agent. We watch no, their I, movies, no, 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 we no, listen I, to their music, and I'm not certain, you know, that that's what's happening here. I had a, well, I had a nice definitely. little trending uh, weekend, unbeknownst to me. I just found out I was trending over the weekend. Just artists, people talking about Neo Soul and, and you know, Ooh, my impact word. on it. No, yeah, in a, in a nice way, in a very nice okay. way. I was like, oh, wow, this level of love is is awesome sauce. I didn't know it, but I feel like, you know, in those moments that a lot of people who aren't familiar with any of the music, maybe they just know the highlights, you know, that they might've dug a little bit deeper to find out, you know, there's all kinds of music pretty much like, you know, medication or whatever ails you. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I I mean, you know, it's interesting because the idea that now we're at this positioning where there are folks that grew up, on our music. Oh mm-hmm. God, that sentence. Yeah. And that's intense. People who um, you know, and so this and, and that are making music or art or anything or doing anything having, you know, the work that our particular generation has done as, you know, as a basis for or a continuation. And it's like that that's a lot to kind of, you know, process. But then at the same time, too, I feel like now we're also in that interesting space that our parents were in when we were yep. coming of age. And now we have to own the fact that, yes, there's new art, there's new ways of thinking that are coming along and that we have to and, and that we have a, a, a pride in being a part of that. But at the mm-hmm. same time, too, we have to do something our parents didn't have to do that we have to really participate And that's where it starts to get a little bit like, oh, my gosh, because, you know, who doesn't romanticize their own generation? I mean, at some point they were saying that the boomers was the great generation or the best, you know, and then we had to come. At least the wealthiest. Yeah, yeah, we had to come in the shadow of that. Like, I remember when to say you were a Gen X was like a condemnation. Mm. These Gen Xers and what are they and what do they believe in and this kind of thing. I remember that being like a bad thing. And now the same young people who got really got the shaft, people talking all types of shit about us. Now it's like we're the middle aged folks now. Yeah, and, did you and feel t- like we gave them a little more grace than maybe the the Gen Zers give the Gen Xers? Like, did Gen X give baby boomers a little more grace in the fact that they, you know, came before us? It took us a minute to come on board. It, it definitely took us a minute. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> Nobody said anything. Like, I thought it was hip hop. You're supposed to tell a story, right? It's supposed to be like you know, you're supposed to see images in in the lyrics, right? I don't, what you say? What? What did he say? Herbie, Herbie, Robert. What? Oh, you know, I was yeah. like, what's going on? It was a lot of mumble rap for a yeah, long time. And I just didn't get it until I got you, it. But don't you rewind back to like Bone Thugs or yep. like, I'm trying a crucial yep. conflict or like what our parents were saying when they was like, what the hell are they? But if I slowed <laughs> down, if I paid attention, I could hear what they were saying. That's with the, with true. mumble rap, I was just That's like, true. I don't know what's happening. 
And this but is, that's the this thing is, is, a, is that the kids know hit. exactly. But the kids know exactly what they saying. Yes, they do. They it know didn't exactly occur to what me they saying. It was a vibration until I realized that's what was happening. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's oh, so pretty oh, the way you did. Oh, that, they singing sounds. <laughs> Oh, they playing with sound. So, we got to stop listening because we're not laughing at the Gen Zers because that's not what we do as responsible Gen Xers. No. I'm swinging that disclaimer. It's nothing know. to laugh at either. I think they're dope. Yeah, I'm like, I do too. I'm so dumb proud of y'all. Like, it don't make no sense. I I, I can't believe it. This is this yeah. is this is a new level, baby. I need you to understand it. Initially, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? What is going on? It was so fast. Your movement was so fast and it's still fast. Yeah. To be 100% honest, there was, I had a weird kind of um, interaction with one of my kids when he was, with my oldest, when he was like, oh, well, he might've been like nine or 10. And I'm like, on my let me put you on to the real hip hop. Let me put you on. I did the same thing. Yes, ma'am. I can see. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna give you a little playlist. I'm gonna show you what to listen to. And I've got the old school. I got the '90s joint. I'm giving them all this stuff to listen to. And it's and 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 honestly, at the time that I killed was nine, ten years old. There wasn't really like the the quote unquote mumble rap. He was still getting a lot of MCs at that point. You know what I'm saying? When he was a so my son put me on to Kendrick Lamar during his mixtape days. So mm-hmm. it was like, this is, so I have a, I actually, I actually have a, a, a sort of a, a Gen Z that's kind of a millennial. Like he thinks mm-hmm. like a millennial a little bit. Because, because his mama played him the good hip hop? No, let me tell you, no, but listen. So I, I give this kid some stuff to listen to. Number one, old school hip hop bugged him out. He was like, this stuff sounds dumb. No, yeah, I'm just gonna be. No, I'm just saying. I'm just gonna give you. Listen, for when we hear mumble rap and we're like, what? And they hear a doom to do, a doom to do, a doom to do. Did you go back that far? You went to Sugar Hill. Listen, but but this is the thing. For me, that's nostalgic, and I see it as a foundation. But for a kid who has no ear for it, he's like, mom, this sounds like the stuff that they how they teach us the ABCs on the internet. Like this don't make sense to me. And this is with all due respect to old school hip hop because they laid the foundation for what was happening there. And you can go back to certain artists from the four who were doing that and, and, and rapping like that. So I'm not, this is not a disrespect thing, but this is a kid with fresh ears listening to this, who this is, that's not a part of his generation. Then I gave him Wu-Tang. So I'm like, let me, let me give you something okay. else, you know, boom, boom, boom. And he like, okay. He like, yeah. yeah. All right, so mom, what exactly do bees, killer bees have to do with Kung Fu movies? Well, no, I don't know. I, don't I was know. like, sir, it's art. It does, we don't have to know what it means. We You're don't have to know what it means. Real questions? <laughs> yeah. Are you asking questions about this? No. <laughs> right, it's right. brilliant. I'm like, the black men ain't even know what they were saying in those movies. What you saying? On the other end of that spectrum, I played Wu-Tang for Jet, who is now 12. I played uh, Wu-Tang for him on a plane, and he lost his mind. It was awesome. I was so proud. Oh, I was so proud. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. My I was point like, at the end of the he's day. He's listening to Wu-Tang. <laughs> yeah, he's listening to Wu-Tang for the first time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, he's dead. Yo, bees in a swarm. Yep. Bees in a swarm. I'm so happy. <laughs> but 
and you know, like I said, I mean, you know, you get again. Some some people are going to get it. Some people are not going to get it. That's the point. Right. The yeah. point is, at the end of the day, that art going art is going art. No matter what generation you coming from, yeah. it's going to do what it's going to do. And some people right. going to be some people going to be tapped in, and some people are not. And, and that moment, is, a, it is secular. This and that goes, moment that Jill you had with with Jet is the moment that we had with our parents when we bopped our heads to maybe some Miles Davis or some Teddy Pendergrass, and we started singing the words like that. It just felt like such a cycle. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. But word up, Jet used to yeah. sing, "Turn off the light." <laughs> yeah, you can do. I was like, yes, I'm now winning. See, I'm and doing I think it right. You would have took him downstairs to where your friends were sitting and be like, now sing it for everybody else. Show them what you can do. Remember that? Y'all remember oh yeah. That? yeah oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll be back after the break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer songwriter and composer John Batiste the all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com at the end of the day it's like these kids they they develop they develop an ear for what it is you expose them to but when they start going out into the world like i'll give you a perfect example it's like they again like y'all know my son is an old man so he know all the classic r&b there is to know you know what i'm saying that's who he but as it comes to hip-hop like you know if you ask him he going to talk about Slum Village. That's who he's into. You know what I'm saying? And so there's there's just, it is what it is. But I will say this, that I knew a guy, there's a guy who is an artist. He's well-known in Atlanta and he's a photographer and kid was exposed to art, exposed to the artistic community. Boom, 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 boom. Kid comes out, makes a record. And everybody from this catch generation is dogging this kid, not realizing that it's his son. So end of the day, the kid's name is Lil Yachty. His father is an artist. His father's a part of our generation. He's an Wait, artist. Wait, Little Yachty's dad? Little Yachty's dad. Who is, is he? Who? Um, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know him personally. I just know he's I a know, part of, you know, he's uh, a part of the art community in Atlanta. Okay, and my well, thing is like this. This is what I'm saying is that even when you are exposing your kid to what you believe is the next stage and step of the type of art and thinking of your generation, mm-hmm. they're going to make what they're going to make. That's right. And even a kid who goes crazy for for Wu-Tang or a kid who likes Teddy Pendergrass or a kid li- who likes 90s R&B will still and can still be Lil Yachty. And that's no... That's just saying that when you get to your generation, you're going to function in your generation's way of thinking and and way of doing and expressing yourself. You know what I'm saying? If anybody watches Love and Hip Hop, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, then you also know that Dion Ferris's daughter is on there. And I'm going to tell you right now that you would not know that that was Dion Ferris's daughter because she is a hip hop artist and she is in that Atlanta scene. And yes, she is Love and Hip Hop. Through and through. <laughs> through and through. I, and we're we proud of these kids, know. period. Right? Yeah. Because they're doing what they do. Right. Because they're doing yeah. what they do. They're not doing what we did. And and I'm uh, and I'm not saying what when I say that, I what I mean is that our parents kind of maybe how do I put this? Our parents laid down a certain foundation for us. And it was like, okay, you get out of high school, you go to college, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, right. It, you get married, you have kids, you, you know, you have your job, you get promotions, you buy a house in the suburbs, you do this, that, that, just that, that's, that's how you live. And right. this generation is not like, that's not how I live. 
you know, I've decided that I want to save $7,000 and buy a bus and turn it into a, a house and I can move anywhere I want to whenever I feel like it and I don't have to pay property taxes. And I'm like, right. damn, you smart. Damn, I yeah. see you. You know, the art kids, you know, to think, go back to Kanye, you know, college dropout, you know, mm-hmm. our kids are like, ah, you know, I might as well save this money, not get into debt. Mm-hmm. You know, and go have some experiences and learn from learn from some other people and, and learn on my own and and have a career. There are 23 year old millionaires yeah. that started when they were 19. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's un- unheard of. That was but unheard of. It's still on the shoulders. It it's, still, it's still on the shoulders and the heels of somebody else. And it goes back to that too, like acknowledging that because even in that freak that freedom. That freedom became, came because you were allowed to watch your parents go through college debt. You know what I'm saying? You you were you 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 got to see what they went through, and you went, ah, I don't want that for my life, and these right. are other ways that I can do that. So yeah. it's just, and it's all in the process. P.S. I just want to mention that Lil Yachty's dad, his name is uh, Shannon McCullum, and he is a right. photographer who takes portraits and documentary does documentary work for Outkast, Dead Prez, Too Short, and a bunch of others. So awesome. But, and, 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 and super proud of his son, as we all are. But mm-hmm, a, again, mm-hmm. my point is that this is a kid who was getting bashed by Gen Xers about him being mumble rap and this, this, that and the other. And it's just like it wasn't like this kid was not exposed to our generation and their art. He was. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like there's there's just a matter of a of respect level, probably. But I think the respect issue is really at the core of some of this. It's like what Laia was saying. I feel like we're at this place where we want our respect. But I think that the respect aspect is is looked upon differently. When we were coming of age, it's like respect was a thing that we owed. Must be done. And that was something that we owed our miss. Yes, must be done. I also think that what we fail to talk about is the what we fail to talk about, but what young people witnessed is how toxic our elders can be and were. Mm, And so the lesson they came out of that with is, yes, respect is important, but respect is earned. And I think that for us becoming elders in this space, that we want that innate respect. We want that because I showed up respect. Mm -hmm. Because there is some basic struggle respect. Like, you just feel like there's some basic, you know, at least for us, the the baby boomers went through some struggle, whether it was integration, segregation, and protests and all that. But there's a basic uh, grace. You know, I think I, I got the message. I was at an award show and a new artist um, who had who was doing well. Um, I'm not going to name his name, but I was standing backstage and he damn near knocked me down. And I was I was watching him walk towards me. I know that he could see me. I could see him. But he came by with such a fury to go nowhere, to literally stand a few feet away. He almost knocked me down. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see how this goes. What like he's he, he may not have been familiar with me or whatever. And I, but you're I, still a person. Of right. course. That was the part that got me. The fact that you so know you you, you had to in that your you're mind so make disrespectful. It okay. No, right. I didn't make it okay. I just okay. I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. This young man is in the height of his, you know, oh, he was young, stardom. Yeah, he was young. He was new um, at the time. Like, okay, he's in the height of his new stardom, and he don't have good sense yet. 
and maybe maybe later he'll have good sense. I don't know. It That's didn't exactly it didn't exactly work out real well for him overall. But you know, yeah. mm. some people just janky. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Young or old? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, I feel like what I've been hearing from my peers, and then also, and I have some. I want to go so far as to say I have some Gen X friends. Woo! Do mm-hmm. I? Mm-hmm. I have some millennial friends. I would say I have some Gen X because my my children are age range is wide, so I interact with Gen Xers probably a lot more because of that. But what I'm hearing from my peers a lot of the time is that who these kids are is just we're at a loss for what they want out of life because it just does not align. And and I think even some of the things we've said here is that it just does not align at the core with some of the values that we feel have defined our lives. I think sometimes we misname some of the values that define our lives. Number one, you can we be just learn the language, Asia. Don't forget right. about that part. Right. It's like we, we we can be radical when you're young, but when you get older, you fear more. You you have children, you have more fear is installed in you. And it's like, and and the idea of how will I take care of myself? How will I do X, Y, and Z? And so we lean into the values that our parents gave us as a safety net. And I think part of that safety net is what keeps us from respecting the fact that the next generation is not trying to continue that fear. They don't have the same fear. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say sometimes there's a bit of a jealousy that I hear sometimes with people oh, yeah. from our age range where it's like when we see oh, yeah. that they're not scared. But we switched and shifted some of our radical nature because we got a little scared. And oh, we're yeah. like, oh, maybe I need to go ahead and get I, I married. I that all day. I copy that I all day. I do. I come to being jealous of their bravery because also with Asia, again, we have to reiterate because Asia made this point and we were talking to a gen- we were talking to two two young people that are in that generation. Your revolution is very strong in your 20s. However, as you get older in your 30s and your 40s, I mean Tupac made the point, Kendrick Lamar reiterated it. It kind of life life happens and that revolution kind of shrinks a little bit. And that's just generational, regardless. It's like every generation, yeah. I think. And I would say particularly for black folks because we get get the anti-black beatdown. Every black generation has to fight their revolutionary spirit because they get that black, that anti-black beatdown. And after you get a a certain age, it's hard to push back on it. You know what I'm saying? Because you have seen some things. And and you're like, oh, wait a minute. That, Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I remember Carrie Belafonte said something kind of similar to this. And don't quote me about exactly what he said, but he was talking about how, like, at some point when you young, it's kind of like certain kind of activism is a young man's game. Mm-hmm. When you get to a certain point, it's yes. your job to fund it. Yes. Yeah. It's not your job to go to jail. It's your job to pay the bail. You feel me? Yes, yeah. I do. Thank God for these so, roles. Because right. my body so, can't be getting hit but so many times as an older person. Right. So at some point we do kind of shift. But if we're not able to understand the language, if we're not able to communicate with each other, young people are going to say you can keep your check, Mm -hmm. Mm. you know, and we'll we'll raise the money on our own, which they do. Yeah. This the the, I was like, go fund me. What are you asking someone to pay your bills? What? 
Are you asking someone to to start your fund your business? What? Yes. Yes, and I this am. shit was happening. Yes. It was happening. I was like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people are funding their businesses or paying their bills or bailing themselves out of jail based on, you know, GoFundMe and the like. I'm like, ah, I see you. This and, generation I mean, is, truly is, is not really just a about fixing things and and not falling for the similar traps. I'm impressed. My mm. grandmother had curtains. My grandmother had curtains everywhere because she grew up in 1917. So the idea of having curtains, not only curtains, but silk curtains was a big deal. So there were curtains in the, in the bathroom, the curtains that I had to iron. I was like, oh, my God, when I grow up, I don't never want no curtains and I don't have any. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have any. I may in the future. I don't think straight so. Straight lines up in that joint. Listen, um, if you <laughs> I I went to a to a neighborhood and it was all of this this beautiful just everything was just so appointed and nobody had curtains on the window. And I was like, wait a minute, why don't they have curtains? Because they're not afraid somebody's gonna bust their shit and come in there and take their stuff. I said, okay, I'm taking wow. all the curtains down. I'm taking mm-hmm. all the curtains down. That was a revolutionary moment for me. Getting rid of your fear. Getting, yeah, rid, of the fear. getting rid of of the past or, or the idea of this is success. Curtains mean success. In yes. Life. And safety. Yeah, and, and safety. That's not that's not what it means. Now, you Ooh, know, preaching, it's I'm just telling you, these you little preaching? revolutions, these little breakups are something. Yeah. But yeah. but mind you. Mind you, this moment that you're having about your grandmother mm-hmm. and something something as simple as curtains and the, the massive imp- cultural implications uh, and political implications in our community, just off you talking about them curtains, girl, girl, it's yeah. so serious because mm-hmm. like you said, it's like you're not going to carry that fear and that mis I don't want to say misplaced value, but that value around success you're not going to carry that into the next generation. But here's the vibe. Your son has no idea why you don't have curtains. Does he? Does he? Do he doesn't him? have that, that point of reference. See, so yeah. that's I was sitting here thinking, like, I hope that Jill shares this story because we had to keep telling these stories so people understand why some people are still stuck in certain things. Because why you get it, somebody else didn't have that light bulb. You know what I'm saying? They still got curtains. Even when their mama had curtains, their grandma, I got curtains. I don't know why. This is what we do. I'm just going to go ahead and say it like young folks, my my sweet babies who are not babies, who, right. <laughs> who, who are, are killing the game. I'm so proud of you in so many areas. Your generation, your your Xers and your millennials, primarily your Xers for now. Yeah, they're still exceptionally valuable to you. So Boom. don't exclude yourself. You know, like I don't want to be around a bunch of old people. You ain't got to be around a bunch of old people, but catch a couple. Catch a couple. They're going to help you catch a couple. Oh, yeah. They they may be the ones that fund your your dynamic idea. They may be the ones that that peep you on some some serious game uh, that you have no idea about. You know, don't don't isolate yourself because you're so dope because you're dope. But don't isolate yourself. OK. On the flip for the people that are our age and calling themselves older and calling the kids the babies and stuff. 
I'm with Asia on bring a young person in your life because an app to change your life that you don't even know about. Hi. Young people, I'm just saying the things that young people can put you on to that you never even thought about or before that can just make life eat. Like, come on, stop. Stop being like, I already know I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I know this. I've been doing this. I'm going to tell, I had a humbling moment and Jill, I, I said this with Asia, but I, I, I want to tell you, I've been hosting and being a radio chick for 20 years. And I was a uh, big ups to the Black Star Film Festival. I was hosting a closing party last week. And two things happened that were very generational. The first thing was, I, it was two ladies on the floor, and to me, two ladies. And I, I said on the mic, yo, big up to the two ladies, it's getting the party started, what up, da 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 da. One of the uh, young organizers, Generation Z organizers, was like, uh, hey, I'm gonna need you to use the proper pronouns when you're, um, and she didn't say I'm gonna need you, I'm just, you know, saying my own lie, your remix, but she was like, can you just, you know, maybe they, them, things like that. I said, we, I will, but you do know that the people I was talking to, like they are, they women, like they're presenting themselves. And she's like, it's cool, but still, can you do that? So my remix was like, you know, I started with the y'all. Yeah, y'all, we killing it, y'all. Yeah, what up, y'all? We in the building. Second thing that happened, big up to my brother, Victor Duplay, legendary producer and DJ, spinning the party. We, we, big up. And here comes this dance hall section. You know, we all look forward to the dance hall part of the night, right? And so Victor plays a dance hall song that is so familiar to all of us that we all be rocking out to on the floor. I'm rocking on the mic. Da, 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 da. Two, 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 what I will say probably queer women ran up to me in haste. Like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Who's the host? Who's the host? Who's the host? Um, 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 um. Okay, so you guys are playing a song and it's very triggering and it's talking about killing uh, homosexual people and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. I had no idea. In the midst of the conversation, you know, the song... Victor said, <laughs> yeah, well, he already moved on. I'm being nice to him, but he, but they were like, "Can you still let him know?" And I said, "You know, Victor, letting you know that that song was this." And he was like, "Wow, I don't even speak Pasquale. I had no idea." Right. And I was like, Shh. "Like this is where we are." And then in that moment, the Gen Xer and me said, "Let me just say something on the mic so that people understand, because I can't just leave it like that." I was like, "You know." Big ups to the family. Big ups to uh, the children that are in the building. We love y'all. Some, we are still learning. We may make some mistakes, but thank you for making us aware. And we are with y'all. That's it. That is that is the most beautiful statement right there. Yeah, and it's so simple. It's really not that hard. And sometimes it, I think it's like people, I get parents in them. They had this this bravado about being respected. And it didn't matter if they were worthy of respect or not. <laughs> right. And it was enforced. And we we just we just naturally went along with it. We yeah. naturally went along with it. Here's something. There's a, this is a small thing. But you know, somebody in our generation thing. might be like, why are they being so insensitive? That's where we don't go. go ahead I hate it. I hate yeah, that. Stop. I'll talk about it later. But I've been in it. Yeah. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. I notice when you're walking down the street, there is a certain group of people that that will just walk through you. And and automatically you kind of just you move yourself a little bit. And then I started to say, hey, I was here first. I was here first. Yes. You will have to move yourself out of the way or we will look each other in the eye quickly and mutually agree that we're both going to give a little. I said, this is enough of that shit. But that comes from these young people who are like, and what? So what? I cannot assume that somebody is going to respect my my little 20 years, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or 21 or whatever. I can't assume that. Uh, but at the same time, I have to respect um, Gladys Knight. What is it? 50 some years in this business, in the entertainment yeah. business, still yeah. singing her face off. I have to respect Shaka Khan. That door, she can open all the doors. Okay? What are you talking? I have to respect Grace Jones. Until like, something comes out about them that is maybe cancel worthy. And then uh, what happens? And there's always what, something <laughs> cancel worthy. There's yeah. always, well, the, we're think, talking about human beings, yo. Like, there's yeah, always I mean, gonna be something. Shit. We were young too. Yeah, I mean, to be <laughs> honest, I feel like that. 
I'm gonna I'm just throw this out here, and I mean, shoot, I might be wrong because I mean, I could go on Twitter and maybe y'all can prove me wrong on this, but I have to say that I honestly feel like Gen Z people of color, and particularly Black Gen Zers, I think they are willing to give a lot of grace. I think the arrogance More than that we, other shit. More yeah, I think the arrogance that sometimes that we witness sometimes can be the fact that that we have folks within groups that young black people are a part of that are not black. And so they bring some of their privilege into those spaces and some of that arrogance and entitlement into those spaces. And so people from our generation read that as the whole generation when it ain't them. Sometimes it's like you can go into situations where, and, and I'll give an example, like there are some of my queer friends will be in queer spaces where they're talking about equity and they're talking about stuff like that. But there's a lot of disrespect and entitlement from white people in those spaces, white women in those spaces or, or white men, you know, and or even white trans people. So they have a lot of different situations within the LGBTQ community that they're dealing with a lot of those microaggressions you know, within a marginalized community. So I'm saying all that to say that some of our perceptions, I think, are mixed together with privilege and entitlement that we see coming from groups that are not our young people. And I'll say I I will jump out there and say that most of our young people are like the young women and or the young folks that came up and spoke to Laia during that party. They're saying, hey, I just want to put you on. Or I want you to at least let this person know. I think that what happens is that when they receive energy that says that's too much, that's confusing. I don't have time for that. Uh, That gets on my nerves. Y'all people too sensitive. When they're met with that by their own people, that is hurtful and it puts Mm. them on a defensive. And that's what causes that feeling of like, no, you don't get any grace. You are dead ass wrong. All you're going to do is dig your foot in the sand and double down. And if you're going to double down, let me double down for you. Boom. Get to get get to stepping. And I don't care what art you made. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. What I'm not going to do is have you double down when you're dead ass wrong. And that's and that's my interpretation of those types of interactions that I've seen. Where it sounds like accountability to me. Boom. This is this is the era of accountability. I always said that the maturity means accountability. That's how you know that you have, you know, maturated. And this is a whole this means that people on a whole are maturing. They're they're saying we're not going to be quiet about the pedophile in the family anymore. We're not doing that because what? We're not going to be quiet about your touching, you know, touching the small of my back or 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 saying nasty things to me, you know, while I'm at work. We're not going to be quiet about that. There was a lot of suffering, a lot of suffering from a lot of people for many, many decades. We took a lot Mm -hmm. of shit on the chin. They are no longer taking shit like that. And I'm, I'm impressed. I'm inspired. And and I'm t- this is amazing to me, okay? This is amazing yeah. to me that this is how I feel. But, but this is how I crash and burn, though, Jill, because I'm just wondering. I'm impressed. This, I'm impressed. And, and I'm, I'm so glad because, like Asia says, we have language now to be able to say things. But it's interesting because as you were talking, you know what I started thinking about? Hmm. I started thinking about the baby, right? 
And I was like, now, I definitely was one of these people that was like, yo, dude, that's not going to work. You're going to, oh, I can see why you're going to lose jobs and da, 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 da. But then there'd be little small pieces of information to come in. Like, you lost your dad and your brother in the same year. And the fact that I really don't, there's also rumors of, are you sure you know who you are? So, so then we use that, that Gen Zer. Okay, that's not the cancel part, but the part about language and understanding trauma and things of that nature. Do you use that there? Because the, y'all, they also gave us that along with the cancel and accountability stuff, right? But if this is a hurt person that hurt people, uh, ooh, R. Kelly, I don't know. How do you handle? Do you straight cancel or do you go, let me dig deeper, let this, this person needs to be dug deeper into and invested in? Well, let me say this. I feel like that we're going to have to learn how to compartmentalize certain things, right? So if you have a situation where this man is losing money at a corporate level, you and I both understand that that is a white man's decision, right? And so a lot of times we get upset about ways in which white supremacy affects people. So let's say if it was a white artist that says something similar, and let's not even say, oh, if they said that about black people. Let's just say they said that about people with HIV, okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> Let's just say they said the same thing, okay? And not make a false equivalence, because that's right. nerve, that drives me insane too. Is that, okay, let's say they said the same thing. Of course we know, according to the rules of white supremacy, that person is not going to be punished at a corporate level the same way that a black person would be, right? Right, right. So let's make sure that we're clear that there are not black people who have HIV or who are part of LGBTQ community or both that are making decisions to take money out of that man's pocket. That's not them. So it's so important for us to not then say that that's the group that's being hardest and less and having little grace because they're not. They're yeah, but simply you don't saying, know that it's not a white man that is within the community. You don't know that because no, I'm not saying it could be. I just said white yeah. man. It could yeah. be a white gay man. It could be right. a white trans. It could be whatever. Sure. The point is that white comes with privilege. White comes with entitlement. White comes with power in the country structure that in the structure that we live in. So we have to be clear when that is in play. But we can't then say or say things that are hurtful to black people who are a part of that community and make assumptions about what they have power to do when they don't have any power to do that. So and the reason why I say that is because when you start saying, oh, you can't say nothing about them. Who's the them you talking about? Because then when you say that, you're harming your own people because your own people are a part of that community. And trust and believe no one is canceling anybody on their behalf. They're not. And the reason why that's true is because our hip hop music has gone unchecked for many years talking about gay people. We sat there and was you were about to dance to a dance mm -hmm. hall song mm -hmm. that was and nobody was thinking about it. Because I introduced we, Jet to, to so a, a hip hop group and was like, got to that one point that I always sang and I was like, free fly flow. Oh, that's, I can't, oh, that's crazy. That's right. crazy. Why was I ever cool with that too? Like you also Why was I ever cool with that? So it, it's not that baby does not. And then another part is he did, a, he did another thing, the double down. Yeah, he doubled down. Yeah. So there's the double down that makes your own people like, well, now I'm not coming to save you. Now I'm not coming to help because I, I could have come to help you with that situation, 
But now you're doubling down as if I don't exist and you're erasing me. And to me, it's like, and I know as a woman how that feels. When as a Black woman, a lot of times Black men want us to come to their defense, but then you double down. It's like, yeah, I would have came to your defense when the white man came for you, but what you did was you doubled down on what you did as if it didn't affect me too. Yeah. Mm. Damn it, Nate. Sorry. So I need you to cut it the hell out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not coming to help you now. It's too many Black men who would never do that who need my help. So it feels complicated, but it's really not. And what I think, honestly, what we all need to do is when we, we let's go back to language. One of the best things. And let me say terms like intersectionality. Those are not new terms. That's not that didn't come from millennials. That came from a Gen Xer. Right. It's actually a very old term. OK, so but we didn't use it casually. Is, Sometimes it take a minute for it. To, to yeah, really it, it, it had to trickle down from academia into everyday conversation. But what I'm saying is that now that we have language and now that we understand that in order to make an analysis of a situation, we're going to need to understand what a word like racism actually means, what a word like patriarchy means, what white supremacy means, what homophobia means, what misogyny hey. means. The actual meaning of these words is important because that's how we're able to differentiate what we're actually looking at. And we're not getting emotional and deciding that, OK, listen, this this somehow implicates me. So I want you to have grace for that person because I think that could have been me. So I want you to have grace for me. Yeah, but you got to have. Grace Do you for ever find yourself having moments where you're like, OK, that's hmm, that's prejudice or yeah. that's homophobic or. Yeah. 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 Especially when you those moments when yeah. you sing yeah. back stuff. A lot of times it happens when you're singing back stuff. And you're like, yeah. <sighs> Listening Whoa. to music, saying things, mm-hmm. repeating shit that you heard your whole life. A lot yeah. of us felt like, let's keep it like funky. I remember when the Survivor R. Kelly thing came out and a lot of us were feeling guilty about not that we roll with the Aaliyah thing, but just that we didn't fight it or we didn't protest it. In. Like yeah, protect it. Like why was that? Why was he still allowed to make baby making music after that? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of us, it's, we, well, we didn't some know of we us were 14 too. Yeah, this I think that, now. That's one of those things that we were, were like, okay, her mama, her daddy was cool with that then. They were, yeah. They right. Were, so, they were, right. They were. You know, were. well. They were. But how cool are is. you now singing and dancing and making love to a, a dude who does that to a 16 year old? I like, feel I feel you on the parent part. Exactly. But, so we still got something. We got our finger in the game. But I just also, think... Also, too, genera- some of us was the same age as her. That part. That How part. are we going to protect and, her when we was just kids ourselves? And maybe even envied her. Woo! <sighs> oh, now you want us to tell our truth? Oh, okay. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Come on, Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. You ain't got to tell my truth about what I was doing when I was 16. Jill I mean, Scott. Mm. I wasn't I didn't catch on quite frankly I ain't gonna lie to you I ain't catch on to uh, Chocolate Hell. Factory me neither I, cause I didn't, didn't catch real on crazy Chocolate Factory was like is this nigga really walking us I didn't catch on till then I was like oh I like this music but <laughs> I didn't catch on initially the, the vibe got me I was like what's happening I don't know it wasn't yeah. for me plus life for us was moving fast like I tried to explain to some folks younger than us like yo the internet hit in high school son like the internet was a, it didn't, it was in high school. And then from there, it was just fast, 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 fast. Microwave, beeper, cell phone, blah, 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 blah. We are the last generation 
to know what it's like to not have internet. We are the last generation to not know what it's like to have a cell phone. Everybody got a cell phone. Yeah. You know, it was like beepers, cell phone. Beeper, the big blocks that people were carrying around suitcase in their drawn. car. Yeah, you know I'm saying even the phone in the car had a cord. Like, you know, yeah. and that was just on TV. I, I had the clear blue beeper. I didn't know I, I had a beeper though. That that was that was a big moment. Yes, it was. My beeper was, was basic. Oh, he beeping me. You know, she <laughs> beeping me. I mean, yeah, I got a hold of that. I got to go. 911. 911. 69. Oh, God. Now, see, you show up. Come on, music. Yeah. Like, we, we, I really feel like our generation, I mean, I guess, like you said, Aja, every generation feels like they're important and valuable. But I'm just saying that we are the last generation to know a world an yeah. entire world that will no longer ex- that no longer exists. We had encyclopedias. Yeah, we had encyclopedias. Okay. In- encyclopedias. I still got some downstairs. Okay. Fuck them encyclopedias. For, Yo, I'm you know, sorry. I can't ride with y'all on that. I'll go with everything else, but you had at least one. Can't... You had a, a letter. Stop it. No, I didn't. I was poor. I did not have encyclopedias. You, you didn't borrow. You didn't go to the. the I had to go to the to the to the library. Oh yeah. And use I, them because you couldn't check set. out. Rich people mind you, mind you, you couldn't check out encyclopedias. You That's had true. to use them in the library. That's true. I That's right. That. My mother, I don't know who gave it to her. I think one of the doctors she worked for gave her a set of encyclopedias. And you couldn't, we looked at them things. Oh, we sat around and looked at them and, and, and made sure that they were all, you know, alpha, alphabetical. Yes. Yes. Baby. That, it was Leather. such a source of pride to have a, yeah. you know, a set of encyclopedias in the house. Yo, did you y'all right. remember when you had to learn the card catalog, how to even walk into a library and figure out how to oh, find a yeah. book? Oh, that stressed me out. Ooh, that stressed me I out. hated it. It stressed me out. Oh, God. It's, I hate it. It stressed me. And it y'all, remember the, hold on, y'all remember microfiche? I was just about to say, don't send me down to the periodical <laughs> section. Please don't send me down to the periodical <laughs> section. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, you, remember, you remember when, hold on, when you went to the library to listen to records? Do you remember oh, sitting by the radio old. all day waiting for your favorite song so you could hit them two buttons and I record do. it? Play record. What? <laughs> I, I just would record the whole quiet story. Oh my God. No, I had to push Play pause record. so I wouldn't get the um the commercials. The dedication. Listen, yeah. More conversation after this break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com do y'all remember the radio because there will be a generation of people who will yeah yeah like black radio when radio had money and they would come out to stores and give away stuff and you know you would want to call and went like all that stuff so i'm just saying Look, I, so someone, that goes to the grace of like come come on gen z understand that we was the first really fast moving one so y'all fast too but we we move pretty we fast think, the thing is in our minds we think we're moving at the speed of light <laughs> I told my daddy, I said, we we got it hard because we got to keep up with them and still communicate with y'all. Like, you don't understand. We're right in the middle. Oh, let me tell y'all, I guest hosted on talk radio about a week ago. Who child? Bless the baby boomers. Because let me tell you something. Oh, girl. Trying to. Who? Let me. Well, yeah, that was a lot. Trying to use language that I've come to understand better from a younger generation. And then speak them and then explain them to my mother's generation was an interesting exercise. Okay. This, I am I am this whole calming down thing for me, I, I told y'all about this, you know, how I deal with with a lot of people at as I just calm real down. I just mm-hmm. think I have to do the same thing with my mother. I have to come ah, way yes. down yeah. to way. explain things, you know, without talking to her like she's tone. stupid, without talking right. to her like I can't do that. 
yeah, she'll still smack me. You know what I'm saying? So Quit. that's not what I oh, want. Yes. But I'm trying to uh, inform peacefully with mm-hmm. respect. Yes. Because that's uh, my tactic and that's how I get away from uh, my mama knocking my head off because she's still six one. OK. Uh-huh. All right. And big ups to the baby boomers <sighs> that are taking the information because I'm, I'm going to say big ups to Karima. We had a whole conversation the other day about binary versus non-binary. Because let me tell you about this. Uh, again, in the progress thing, my, my mom is a former flight attendant and she was letting me know the changes in the airlines as far as the generations go. So now uh, flight attendants will now be able to wear uh, non-binary uniforms. You know, you'll be able to wear sneakers because throughout my mother's reign, flight attendants had to wear heels no yes. matter how long the flights. You know yes. what I mean? There are certain things being changed. Like now men can wear their hair down to their shoulders and not in a ponytail. Like things are happening. Things are changing. And baby boomers. Get down and lay down. I don't know. Get down and lay down. I don't know. Just stay retired. Well, I want to give a shout out to um, an elder here in Philadelphia, Mama Maisha Ngoza. Mm -hmm. And I love her. I follow her on the the social medias. And (laughs) sounded like the old (laughs) on the social. I don't Um, mind it. Yes. I, I follow her. And she is a black woman who is easily in her 70s and or 60s because I don't even want to. I'm, I'm on, I mean, I could guess whatever, but she black woman. So she could be 80 for real, for real. And we wouldn't know. Sure. But the point is that um, I love watching what she posts. This is an indication of a person from the boomer generation that's really reading, that's staying in conversation with young people who loves young people. You know, because I think sometimes it's just hard. It, it's hard to just lead from love. Mm. You know, and that's that's one thing I feel like we've had a hard time doing, not just us, though, because defining and understanding what leading from love looks like, that has been a work in progress. Yeah. And that's been a part of our pushback from all of the different things we've we've endured. And, then you know, Jill said something earlier. I just want to make sure that we don't forget. Mm. She talked about how we've been through some things you know, and endured some things and took some things on the chin and didn't know we had a right to say I'm present and I get to be important in this moment. Mm-hmm, we do. And I think that if it's one thing I would ask of younger generations is to consider that part of it because, you know, we didn't know or understand that we could say no. That we could talk mm. back at all. We it didn't was do know what that. I tell you to do because I'm older than you. Right. And for us, we tried to find the best way we could do it and still not. Yes. We we tried to to ride the fence. Mm-hmm. And some of us really suffered because of that. You know, the outlook wasn't as big. Mm-hmm. Now, now there's I mean, we used to say things like when you grow up, you could be anything you want to. But the anything has gotten so much bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no black president. Y'all living in a general. People was born with a black president. Wowzers Jet was. What? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything different. Anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, we had that moment. Right. And having another. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, you know, <laughs> just the fact that that was a part of of his reality, you know, like the the bigger is gotten so much bigger is so much more vast. There's there's, you know, Tarzan. Shout out to that young man. You know, out there, the black Tarzan just out there, you know, informing us about 
animals and, and being a part of, of oh, nature in such you? a wonderful way. Oh, honey, he's gorgeous too. Okay. And, and but he's I, also okay. exceptionally informative and that is his existence. That's how he's living his life. Is that you that know, kid on TikTok? Not TikTok. Um, I do like the kid on TikTok too. I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. I don't do the TikTok, but I will be on a Tarzan. Can I also, you know what I want to throw in there? To the, to the generation of a different world, yo, not for nothing, my a good cheat sheet into really understanding what's going on, you know, with the youth. Grownish. Grownish. Mm. Grownish. Shout awesome. outs to Grownish. Awesome. Yes. Out to that. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I my girls watch it. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and co-sign it because I'm like, because you sometimes we'll be like, yeah, that's it. And the young people be like, mm-hmm. no. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Family and friends. Thank you so much for listening to J.Gill, the podcast. We we growing, yo. We growing, trying to learn a little bit more every day. Um, when we come together, it is a very, very powerful thing. I'm proud of you young people. I'm proud of you old people, too. Just yeah. keep working forward and everybody in the middle. Work the middle, baby. Oh. Talk to you later. <laughs>
going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.